We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's time to check in with Atlanta United and Atlanta Hawks broadcaster Mike Conti. Slides it forward, a shot, score! Brought to you by the Lindy and Sarah Group, Keller Williams Realty First Atlanta. Morning show with John and you on Sports Radio 90 tonight the game. Mike Conti! Man of many hats, Mike Conti has been in Birmingham. He is uh, doing the I-20 shuffle here and uh, headed towards uh, Atlanta as we get ready for the opener. Mike, what is up? Hey, guys. Good morning. How are you? Pretty good. Pretty good, Mike. I got to say, uh, the uh, new Atlanta United kits are phenomenal. The mint green. Is it mint green? Is it called forest green? Mint green? It's more of like a yeah, mint it's, green. It's, it, yeah, it's not mint. It's not mint. Be careful. Okay. not mint. Uh, that's, uh, that's a little bit of a sensitive area for the new MLS team up in Charlotte. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm the, so sorry. I didn't know that. That's okay. That's okay. It, I've, I've heard that. From many more people than you. Uh-huh. Uh, no, it's a forest green to pay tribute to Atlanta being the city in the forest, of course. Yes, really, really nice kit. Uh, you and Jason Longshore's kit. We put them to the side because uh, you know, you know how we get around these parts sometimes, and uh, you know, some people didn't. You know, yeah, they steal stuff. Uh, didn't say that. I, I'll wow. say, wow, yeah, but well, come up, am I wrong? Missing, so we just made sure that we we put your kids to the side, so I you're mean, good, you're we, good to go. Yeah, yeah. The forest green, the forest green kids. Uh, so uh, you went to Birmingham. Uh, you took a little time down. I uh, uh, saw some of your uh, tweets and, and your beautiful bride's tweets uh, from Smith Lake, and uh, and uh, you got to see a, a four nothing thrash in a Birmingham Legion. Uh, talk to me about uh, not so much just that game, but where you think Atlanta United is in terms of trying to get everybody healthy, get the same eleven guys on the field. And how uh, their their game is as a collective unit heading towards the opener on Sunday? Yeah, I mean, just and I heard you mention visas, and and that's I think one of the big questions for Sunday is the Tiago Amada visa going to be finalized for Sunday in the game against Sporting Kansas City? I don't know. A lot of teams around the league are having trouble getting visas right now. In fact. Uh, in the CONCACAF Champions League, there's a team that was supposed to play New England Revolution that couldn't get the visas to get into this country to play that game, so they had to forfeit. Uh, so that's been a big problem right now, and Tiago Almada is kind of in that boat. So we don't know if that's going to be finalized in time for Sunday. Marcelino Moreno has not played at all in the preseason. Is he going to be ready for Sunday? If he is, is he going to be 90 minutes ready? Brooks Lennon has not played at all in the preseason. Uh, is he going to be ready for Sunday? And if he is, is he going to be 90 minutes ready? Same for Santiago Sosa. Not played at all in the preseason. Bronco Ibarra got hurt down in Mexico. So, you know, those are five players right there who are probably first-choice starters on this team who might be out for Sunday. That, I think, is the big concern. Now, the good news is Atlanta United has a lot of depth. Um and the group that has played together in the preseason now has six matches of continuity kind of under their belt, a little bit of chemistry where if that's the group that has to play against Sporting Kansas City on Sunday, I think they'll be okay. If they have to play 
Tyler Wolf at left wing on uh, Sunday because Almada can't play. I think they're going to be okay with that. If uh, Amar Sadis has to play in the holding midfield because Santiago Sosa and Franco Barra are out, I think, again, you're going to be okay. He's had experience starting for Atlanta United. But those are the big questions going into Sunday. This team is not in its final form yet and might not get there for a couple more weeks. And, and that's a little bit frustrating, but that's uh, – just part of the challenges that you have to roll with. So what was going on with Birmingham News calling out United ahead of the exhibition match? I, I don't think it was the team. I think some columnist here, uh, and, and let me uh, just right on, out front say, it's always a good thing when, like, the main columnist of the uh, local newspaper is writing about a soccer match, right? Uh, this is a Birmingham news columnist who I guess covers uh, a lot of college football down here. Mm-hmm. And he was trying to stir the pot a little bit and, and say that Birmingham moving into their new stadium was about to be the envy of every soccer team in the South, including Atlanta United. Uh, and look, Birmingham has a really good thing going in the USL championship and, and they've intelligently constructed a roster uh, they had maybe three or 4,000 people at the game on Sunday, and most of them were Atlanta United fans. Now, it was pointed out to me that it was also Daytona 500 Sunday, mm-hmm. and that might have tamped down the crowd a little bit. But, yeah, there was some, there was some good-natured, um, you know, chest-beating uh, in the local press before the game on Sunday, and uh, it's a column that uh, I don't think aged very well. Uh, there was a <laughs> tweet uh, this morning from one Darren Eels 22 minutes ago of a picture of Abe Lincoln, and it says, do I not destroy my enemies when I make them my friends? Uh, sounds yeah. to me like they're about to announce Tom Dwyer's done. Uh, that will probably be announced before I hang up with you guys. Okay. Uh, so there you go. There you go. Uh, so adding, adding a veteran, even though an uh, Orlando City veteran, but adding a veteran like Dwyer, to this team as a backup striker, how, how does that uh, you know afford uh, you know Gonzalo Pineda a little bit of wiggle room when it comes to that position? Because I know they've been struggling with trying to find that that uh, kind of position to to take hold. Yeah, they have they, they have another target identified um, who's under the age of 22 and could fit into the U22 initiative, but it sounds like that's absolutely not going to get done within the next 24 to 48 hours. The roster compliance deadline for MLS is Friday. Bringing in a player like Dwyer, he gives you some veteran experience. He's been around the block in this league. Uh, had a really, really good career with Sporting Kansas City. Uh, then he went to another team. And then last year he played for Toronto. Uh, didn't play a whole lot. But a guy with veteran experience. Uh, he's going to kind of fit the Kubo Torres role for this team. He'll probably... I, I cannot imagine it's going to be a, a very high-dollar contract. Uh, I cannot imagine Dwyer's going to start a whole lot of matches, provided Joseph Martinez remains healthy. But he's a striker with MLS experience that you can bring off the bench if you need to find something late. And, you know, Don Dwyer, one thing that is definitely in his, uh, his skill set is his ability to earn free kicks and penalties. So uh, hopefully he will do that quite a bit here in Atlanta. All right, so uh, your reaction? I'm sorry, Hugh. Uh, oh no, I was going to ask. I, I know you were, you had a busy weekend, Mike, right. and I, I know you were, you were, you were doing your thing. But did you get a chance to watch the All Star game? And if you did, what did you think about it? I, I did, and I, I was really entertained. I, I thought it was a lot of fun. I really like that Elam ending thing that they do in the fourth quarter, where the game has to end on a mean shot, 
really, really like that. I don't know if that's a rule that could be implemented on a widespread basis beyond all-star games and that summer tournament that they show on ESPN, but I, I really like that. thought Trey played very well. like to see him as a facilitator. I think some people on Twitter were having fun with that. Trey's trying to recruit new teammates because he's distributing the ball. I'm not quite sure about that, but uh, I, I did think he really held his own and, and played well, and Curry was just absolutely on fire. So fans got their money's worth. It was very entertaining. Had a much different feel than last year's All-Star game because there were fans in the crowd, and it just kind of felt like more of a normal experience. But it was a good weekend for the NBA. And uh, the Hawks, they're back at practice this afternoon in Brookhaven. They'll fly to Chicago tomorrow and play the Bulls on Thursday. So uh, things are going to get ramped back up very, very quickly. Yeah, we were talking about the final 24 games with Travis Schlenken about you know, having to go 19-5 and five and about having to have like an eight-game win streak in there. He agreed. I mean, this team's got to have to have that kind of a streak. The question is, are they capable of doing that? And we've been asking on our Twitter this morning, Mike, you know, do you think the Hawks in the final 24 are going to play better, play worse, or is it going to be the same old song and dance nonsense that we saw in the first uh, 58 games here? What is your sense of this team uh, in this final 24? Yeah, in the final 24, I think they'll have one or two really long winning streaks of five-plus games, and they'll probably have one or two really long losing streaks of five-plus games because that's the way the season has gone. I, I think I've told you guys repeatedly that this just feels like a 500 team to me. The good news is 500 will get them into the play-in round. I don't think there's much doubt about that. Um, it could even maybe get them in the top eight, which would be a good spot to be in because if you lose a play-in game, as the seventh or eighth seed, you can still play your way back in with a win and in a, I guess, a one-game elimination. That's probably the goal right now. I, I don't know if they can get to six. That realistically, they'd have to go 19 and five to get to six. So that, I just don't see that. The schedule is not easy coming out of the All-Star break because you have to play Chicago, who's among the leaders of the East, and then a Toronto team that they've had a lot of trouble against this year. So. Um, you know, you, you hope you can kind of get it split in one of those or in both of them, split them, and then, uh, uh, you know, kind of keep it moving from there and just try to tread water at the 500 mark. And by the way, John, the uh, Dom Dwyer signing has just been confirmed by Atlanta United. Yeah, I just saw that, too. I was about to retweet it. Uh, so Dom Dwyer is done, and he is part of Atlanta United. So that is a, a good thing. Work him into the mix. Nice to have a veteran presence with all these young players at Atlanta United as well. It's going to be a lot of fun Sunday, uh, Mike. I, I think there's a lot of high hopes and expectations that the Five Stripes are going to be able to put all this coaching changes and all this barking and everything else behind them and actually make a good, solid run at adding to their title uh, trophy uh, case this year in some form or fashion. Yeah, I think so, too. I think there's a lot of reason to be optimistic. Atlanta United definitely has the coach now. There, there's no doubt about that. I think Pineda really proved that. Uh, in the final months of last year, it's been a good training camp. It's a little bit frustrating that you aren't like fully 100% put together in time for the season, but them's the breaks and you, you just go out and uh, you hope to entertain 70,000 fans on Sunday at the bench. I think it's going to be a really good day. Yeah, sounds great. I do is uh, appreciate it, Mike. Look forward to uh, seeing you. Thanks for taking a few minutes. Okay, guys, take care. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. 
Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.